mid-swig of a beer. Lovely. Oh, there we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Loading Podcast after a brief two-month hiatus or something. <laughs> um, yeah, very long. It's, it's, it's been a long, long time and a yeah. lot has happened since then. Um, mm-hmm. For those of you listening who haven't listened before, my name is Matt Ombler and with me is our co-host Matt West. Say hello, West. Hello. Hi. So, How are you doing? <laughs> that's talk about everything that has fucking happened in the last two months regarding (laughs) the tour having to finish early you guys having to fly back from america you getting covid the band getting covid me also getting covid pretty much everyone (laughs) we know getting covid like just (laughs) everyone's just loves the fucking vid everyone's just trying to get it um yeah i mean yeah we did a we did a u.s tour which we spoke about like a few episodes ago i think and about how we were prepping for that with all the production and stuff everything was great it was really really good like the 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 tour went really well for most well for pretty much all of it and then we were in baltimore uh and then i think it was in the morning seb woke up and he was like seb's our bass player if anyone listening doesn't know who that is um Seb woke up and was like feeling a bit weird, and then instantly we were like, "Oh, right, get a test up here, see how that does." Up here, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you isn't it? <laughs> Not your ass. Um, but we were like, "Get that," and then he was like, "I've tested positive," and we were like, "Fuck!" And then we were kind of like trying to weigh up the options all afternoon because um, we were doing VIPs every day. And we hadn't really, we, we had to push the VIP, but we didn't know if we were pushing the show or not. Yeah. Because like, I think I mentioned it on the podcast as well, that like prior to that, we had a, um, we had, we'd made a system that if any of us dropped out, apart from Ben or Danny, Ben's our singer, Danny's our drummer. Yeah. If anyone had dropped out, we could have the laptop cover the person yeah. that wasn't playing, which isn't ideal, but it means the show can go on. Is Is that something that, a lot of bands are kind of doing right now, just thinking, right, if somebody comes down with it, we've got a plan B, we've got a plan C, we've got a plan fucking all the way to Z yeah. just in case someone gets taken down because we've we've kind of spoken about this off camera, but the financial repercussions as well as the logistic repercussions of like something like this happening, like you need to be it's prepared. Mad. Yeah. Well, we... we, we logistically like in terms of that we were just like we 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 were redoing tracks for that tour anyway just because ours have been a mess for years so we just had the stems for everything and then we just figured like well it just makes sense to just stick them on the tracks and we can unmute them if something happens like if it's like worst case scenario someone can't play um which was great on paper but then later that afternoon um ben tested and Ben tested positive, and you cannot play a show without a singer or a drummer. <laughs> so, like it, 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 so it was just kind of like, right, well, that's it then. And then that was just before doors, and that's when we had to push it because we had to send them off to a test center. Mm. Well, no, we sent them off to test center just after the, the VIP about three, and then we found out after doors had opened that they both tested like positive fully because they did a lateral flow, and then we they did a then they did a PCR, and it was like, yeah, that's it. So that then meant that we had to cancel Baltimore, New York, and Boston, which sucked. Um, and then it also meant that then 
our flights had to get changed because we were flying out of Boston. We weren't flying out of um, we weren't flying out of uh, Baltimore, obviously. So we had to drive back to Nashville. Drove back to Nashville, which is where our lockup is in the US. Store all the gear, but in the morning. We had to do we the, the people who went to Nashville because Seb and Ben obviously had to stay in yeah. Baltimore for ten days in a hotel. Um, we drove back to um, Nashville, and we had to do a test before we flew. My test came back uh, negative. So did Powell's, who is our drum tech, Sumter, our merch guy, and Boots, our guitar tech, came back negative. But then Danny and Greg, Danny drummer, Greg, um, our TM, they came back positive. So that then meant they had to stay in Nashville for 10 days whilst only four of us ended up flying home. And then we got to the airport, still negative, landed. And then all of us, three days later after we landed, all of us tested positive as we were home. So it was like a fucking nightmare. It's it's like a really shit version of road trip. Dude, you got but, COVID. No. Yeah. But the th- the thing was as well, like the the, the 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 horrid thing was like Seb and um Seb and Ben and Greg and Danny, they didn't know if they were gonna get home for Christmas. Yeah. So it was like the, it was the knock on effect. Luckily they all did, but there was a, it was touch and go for a minute. But yeah, it was it was fucked. And like you were just to loop back around what you were saying before, because I've just been fucking gabbing here. Um, but like so the financial repercussions of it are like they're big. Like we lost fucking so much money off that, off not doing those three shows. And the last three yeah. shows were like good. The last two were sold. Well, they were last two were like sold out practically, and they were the biggest shows of tour, and we didn't get to do them. They were your biggest, they yeah. were biggest ones. Yeah, biggest ones of the tour. Boston was sold out months in advance as well, and that show, that venue, and that that place is sick. So we're gutted we didn't get to do it. Who who but, who was the poor bastard having to? Basically, rebook all the flights and just logistically. Greg, RTM, Greg. Hats off to him. Fucking God, God bless him. Jesus Christ, he earned his money. That can't have been a fun day. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But he's. We all got back. We're all all right now. And then we got home. Uh, and obviously, once we all tested positive, we had to quarantine. And then halfway through that quarantine, we find out we were having. To, we had to push the UK tour again, for the fucking fourth time to middle of feb and it's just like fucking what's going on do you know what i mean yeah but on a more positive note it looks like for the time being stuff's getting mm. better oh mate that, and, that uk tour is happening They're yeah oh yeah, uh, yeah pull think, me off that yeah. stage screaming yeah <laughs> yeah it's happening it's got to happen it's just really sad as well like we were, were really excited to play it but in a weird way, it feels a bit like we just want to get past it now. Yeah. Because we've rescheduled it four times. It's like we're still excited to do it, but it's still like fucking let's just mm. let's just get it done now. For everyone. Like for the yeah. people that bought tickets two years ago, for us who've wanted to do it for, for however long. So I, I think the way you handled it though, because I saw it first from that video that Ben put out. Because it it, it sucks, doesn't it? Because you guys have got to like cancel something like this and you know it's shit and you're doing the best that you can, but there's still going to be probably a very small proportion of the fan base. And this isn't just specific mm. to Neck Deep. This would be if any band was in that kind of position where they're kind of like yeah. shit, whether they've got hotels booked or accommodation or travel and it's a nightmare to yeah. get down, but they kind of like take that out on the band and they're kind of like, oh, yeah. this is unfair. Like how, how, how dare I'm, you? I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. When we cancelled the Baltimore show, I was fucking 
so miserable that day in yeah. the first place. And then we maybe we could have like timed it better, but we did it. We were we were to the minute trying to get that show to happen. That's that's what I mean. Though. I don't think you could have timed it yeah, better to the minute. Even, and, and we even how transparent we po- you were. Like Ben, yeah, we had to post this. Yeah, we had to post a statement. Yeah. So we we originally we posted a statement the day of, and some of the comments on it were disgusting. Yeah, like talking about us and stuff, and it's like. You shouldn't be saying that. Like it's it's not that we don't want to do it. We want to do it, but it's for your safety as well as ours that yeah. we're not doing this show. And I just don't think people I think it's because we we posted it after doors were supposed to be open and then people were like, Oh, well, they cancelled VIP earlier in the day. And it's like, Well, yeah, because we cancelled it because we didn't want to say that like we said that Ben's voice wasn't well. Yeah. Because there was still the potential at that point to do the show. Because only seven tested positive. Yeah. And we were waiting on like the PCRs back. So by the time we got them, it was like, oh, we just can't do it now. But it, yeah, it, reading that was like, it was miserable. Mm. Like people were being really cruel. And it's just like, we're people too on the other side of it, which obviously they don't see sometimes. Yeah. But, and I get that people are annoyed. Like the one that got me that wound me up a bit, someone was saying, I've just paid however much for parking. And I was like, we've just lost this X amount of money and we're having to cancel these shows. It's like, it's, I do get the being annoyed thing, yeah. like hundred percent. But it was just, it was a bit of a weird, um, bit of a weird day. But then we posted the video the day after where Ben explained it in yeah. more detail, and everyone was like, yeah. "Cool, no worries." And it's like, right. But I think that's that says it all, doesn't it? The fact that a comment as menial as that has stuck in your head to the fact that it's wound you up that much and upset you, and you remember it. Do you know what I mean? I think that just goes to great lengths. Mate, we read them. People don't realize. The yeah, I think people don't like, think. Like, people, people don't realize that, like. If you're saying something nasty about me, I'm seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're being a, like not very nice about people on the internet and you're posting on like the bands thing or something, like we see it. Like, it's not as if like it's not as if we're fucking like Justin Bieber or something and we get all these millions of comments that we can't even filter through. It's like if you're being an arsehole, I'm going to see you being an arsehole. You got naughty. And it's just like it's not even that. It's just like it's just there's no need. No. Just don't be like it, it, it's and and I get but I do see the other side of it obviously as well. It's like people have the right to be upset if they've traveled, if they've booked stuff yeah. and and whatever. But in in the current world right now, the fact that, I don't know, we, we, we wanted that show to happen yeah. and we were just trying to get it as close as we could and just unfortunately it didn't. But then, like I say, Ben put the, we, we, we were like, well, we've got to do a video just to explain it, just to give people some context yeah. because it's hard to do in like a square post on Instagram. And then we did it and people were like, oh, fair enough, fine. And quickly, let's let's talk about this because we spent a long time off camera again talking about the kind of like stage design and just mm-hmm. the logistics of getting that from venue to venue and having to deal with various sizes. Like, are you bringing the same thing down to the UK tour? It's here already. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so what uh, the initial thing was, we ordered it, booked the tour and everything, and then we got like two weeks before tour, and we were like, hang about, if we're doing this UK tour straight after this one, how the fuck are we going to get the production yeah. over? So just e- like, just explain shit. to anyone who's not already familiar then what you guys actually did, because it's, so, it's fucking impressive. Yeah, so the idea of the tour was... Well, originally when we we booked the tour like two years ago, we just wanted it to be like a tour for the new record, and then it got cancelled and cancelled and moved on. It's like, well, no one gives a shit about the album anymore. It's not like new. So we had to try and rebrand it, and we thought, well, it's coming up on the 10-year anniversary of the band, what can we do? And then I think it was Sam suggested, oh, we should do a bedroom. And I was like, that would be cool. And then we had the idea to like kind of recreate like a like a more like stage-friendly version of Seb's bedroom, which is where the band started and where we started recording. So we had a bedroom built. 
we decorated it with like loads of like little neck deep like trinkets like if you were to walk around the set you'd be able to see like awards that we've worn or like little bits from like a set that we've had in the past uh fan art up everywhere so we we did all that had it all built looked really really cool and then shipped it well flew it to the uk because we couldn't the annoying thing is we could have saved some money getting it over here because we couldn't slow ship it to save money because we needed it instantly and then we had to push the tour anyway so 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 we flew it not not on the fucking normal plane like we we did air freight and it was way more expensive than slow shipping this is just another cost you don't think about but uh yeah so that's in the um that's in the uk now that set so the only thing we didn't fly back was the it was the These, sofa. I was the say, so explain the sofa. So obviously, you were saying last time that you you had to, you didn't actually. I was under the assumption that you just kind of like found all of this stuff before the tour started in the US and went out no. there. But it was basically you guys got there. You had the actual set design, but in terms of like, I guess can we call them the props in terms of like the sofa and the bed and shit? Oh, mate, like you, so, so- there was nothing. Yeah. We got there and it was like, it was just an empty set with a bed because we had the bed custom yeah. made because it's got a trampoline underneath it, which is insane. That was like one of the most expensive <laughs> I'm, I'm parts of the that. set. Oh, you'd be off on your fucking ass. <laughs> um, so it's it's like, uh, so so we got there and me and Sam went and saw the set before everyone else and we were like, we walked in and we were like, first off, this thing's fucking ginormous. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's huge, which was cool. Um, and then we were like, we don't we i flew out early to go and like buy bits for it so me and sam managed to find a bed an old like crt tv which is fucking sick yeah um a bookcase and like a chest of drawers and then we decorated it with a load of lamps and stuff and i'm not even sure if we brought the lamps back over or not which is kind of concerning nah, just, i'm thinking of it just do a do a um charity shop run cashy sees well no 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 the, the lamps are like they've been rewired so they they flash with the light show. Oh, you might have fucked it there then. Yeah, I think I think we flew them over because we spent quite a bit on them and they're really expensive over here, but they were cheap in the US. Yeah. Um, but left, yeah, left the, the, um, the mucky couch. Yeah. The, oh, the couch is fucking disgusting. We bought, <laughs> we, we we found one couch on um, Facebook Marketplace, and Sam drove an hour and a half with his girlfriend to go pick it up. Yeah. Uh, and they brought it back, and it was too big for the set, so we couldn't use it. And then we'd been to a Goodwill, which is like a big charity shop. Uh, the day before and um we went and uh fat we saw like a couch that would fit and it was blue because we wanted to match it from the blue from the poster and we just looked at it and we were like this is fucking covered in dog air this is disgusting (laughs) it it's five dollars for the couch but it's gross and then we had to go back and get it and we just gave it a deep clean but that got hoyed in the bin at the end of the tour um as did the bookshelf and the and the chest of drawers. So I've got to go and we've got to start looking for that before this tour starts, which is, we were speaking about that today. So that's what we need. We need to go shopping this week for shit old furniture, basically. Just go to the poorest, most dilapidated towns you can find because they always have the best charity shops. Anything coastal as well. Like me and my mate Zach went on a... We did a East Rad in a Yorkshire charity shop run where yeah. we hit up about 20 shops in one day and some other stuff. Music gear as well, because normally that gets nicked. So you're just buying mm. something that's been stolen, but it's cheap as sin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we, we need to go and do it. We haven't, um, we haven't really like been and got anything yet. So we, we'll, we'll do that this week. Did you ever go in that big, like, Cash converters. I think it was like an independent, but the one opposite. What's that? Um, 
uh, Andale Centre. Is that what we used to wear? Oh yeah, the, yeah. It's called the Exchange. That yeah. was that was fucking quite good. sick. Yeah, that was there good. Was He's so, not there anymore, No, though, no, there. but it had a closing down sale, and I got some good stuff there. But they always used I to have like, some like quite rare stuff. His prices were a bit wacky sometimes, though. But it was it's 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 that's, it was eBay prices, but you could just buy it. That's in the hand. thing now. Charity shops are getting greedy. <laughs> do, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a comment. What a comment. What a comment. But, oh my God. That's the thing now. Charity shops are getting great. No, they, they're just sussing out they that just things want, are worth money. But, and it yeah, goes to charity, you so fucking that's, horrible bastard. That's the thing. Obviously, like, I I want charities to earn a lot of money. Here's me coming back on my way. fucking sound like but, it, you man. But they're getting very savvy now. They're employing, yeah. like, people to run eBay stores and stuff. Because half the stuff I buy now on eBay comes from, like, a. Charity shop registered account. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you not think that's cool though? Like, oh, yeah, it's I think sick. Like, it's sick. It's sick until you walk into a shop and you find something that you that you legitimately want to buy yeah. and not sell on, but mm. they've priced it up because it's that same thing, right? So this is like a pet hate with me and like anyone who's ever fucking asked me about Pokemon card prices will know I despise this. When <laughs> when people who don't know how to use eBay assume that whatever it is they're selling is worth the same amount of money they've seen it listed for on eBay. Yeah. Just yeah. Because, and that's, do you know what I mean? But not knowing how eBay yeah. works, where anybody mm. can get anything, and I can mm. get this bottle of X B and O, neck it, put the empty bottle up for five grand. That doesn't mean an empty bottle of X is worth five grand, do you know yeah. what I mean? But people do but- know with... But until someone pays five grand for it, when someone does pay five grand for it, that's when it's worth it. That's the thing. Like all it takes is one person to buy something at a certain price, and that's the market value. Then. So this is a thing. I was doing some research into this. Is what happens with retro games or things and that, wrestling t-shirts. Yeah. So real wrestling look, t-shirts. If, if you kind of like buy a couple and then just eventually sell one and set like you were saying, you can fuck with the baseline price. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all mad. it takes is one person. All it takes is one person. So, for instance, let's use it as an example. It's not video game related, so sorry if anyone's listening <laughs> and they're annoyed. But it's wrestling T-shirt related. Let's take a shirt that I've been after for a while, which I finally got hold of. Um, the Stone Cold Steve Austin Blood from a Stone shirt used to be a two hundred dollar shirt, which is still expensive for a T-shirt. Very expensive. One person buys it for six fifty last year. Another person then buys one for eight fifty. That's now the going rate for yeah. it. Even still, which is fucking dumb. It's it's dropped down a bit, but like over over the pandemic and everything, everything shot up. Especially like vintage anything, retro games, yeah. vintage shirts. Right, to be fair, I did notice that I had a big ass pile of retro gaming stuff that I was just getting ready to put on eBay. Um, just yeah. stuff that normally wouldn't sell as well, just like PlayStation ones and PS twos. Mm. And then COVID happened. Everyone couldn't go into work. Ooh. Everyone was stuck at home. Was just like, tell you what, I really fancy doing replaying Croc on the PS One. That'll be. I don't know why it's fucking shit. <laughs> um, right before we move on to games, then um, I've, yeah, we might want to do that. I've, I've got to ask: <laughs> How did the Super Smash Bros. CPU extravaganza go down with the support bands on the tour? Uh, they they really liked it. They were. I mean, it's it's one of those things that if if you you play it once, you're hooked. You're in. Just, We've got you. Just talk through it then for people who might not know what it is. You know, I always so, I, I I just forget how to fucking play it every time we talk about it. 
So very, very brief terms. You set up a seat, you set up a tournament bracket on Smash. You all put ten pound on the floor or twenty pound, or if you're feeling very, very, very brave, fifty. I've seen one fifty game happen once, and we've never done it again. It was, it was, it was the fifty game between. I can't even remember. It was a small one. Yeah, it was a small one. Um, but uh, yeah, so you put your money on the floor, and then you get given a random number between one and however many people are playing, and then you get we set up a tournament. All CPU players all level nine you don't get to pick your character it's all random and then whatever your number is in the tournament bracket corresponds to your character that you play with and you have to get through the bracket to the final and if you win the whole thing you win the money um and we also do if it's a sometimes if we're feeling really like we we want to make this pot a bit bigger on the floor we'll put like a wild card in which is just the cpu and then if the cpu wins the whole pot pushes and you do the whole thing again but you all have to buy back in you have to you're not allowed to say no i don't want in like you have to put the same money down who again. came up with it me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah me. i'm not a gambling man <laughs> i love it it's so fun it was just we were on blink on that blink tour and the tour was amazing but is that we didn't really you came have up much with it? Yeah, we didn't really have much to do like in the day. We were just kind of like, all right, so we played we we started playing Smash. Did you get blink playing? I was like, no. No. <laughs> that would have been no. Fucking no. no. Um, but I was like we could we could gamble on this. Yeah. Cuz everyone likes on tour like American dollars don't feel real. Yeah. Like it's just just fun tokens. So we're like, oh, we can we could probably gamble on this and lo and behold we found a way to do it and everybody loves it. But I I tell you what happened on this tour. Sam won three times in a row he, he got a hat trick six like on the same night won three times that's no one's ever won twice in a row and he got a hat trick and everyone was fucking furious what characters um oh, who was it ness dr mario and someone i can't remember the third one but like it's always like the a lot of the time it's the weird ones that you wouldn't really uh think about that win like it's always the shit ones like isabel wins all the time we fit trainer fucking spanks on it like just weird ones i found something the other day um it got posted in a music um discord i'm in because just someone was talking about web3 and the metaverse and yeah then this link to a smash thing got shared where basically someone's put together um I guess you can call it a mod that adds online play to Smash Bros. Melee, but it's got right. it's got skill based matchmaking, but yeah. skill based in the sense that it's not actually ranked and it's not it's not on display; it's hidden. And there's mm. loads of other stuff. There's like the the melee competitive scene is still going really really strong. That's mad. Like, and I can't remember if I told you about this before. There's um, there's a sorry, this cat's doing my fucking head in, Kenny. <laughs> One sec. <laughs> Kenny, fuck <laughs> off. <sighs> Poor Kenny. Do you know what's hilarious? This is like the best. Oh, God, he's so This is like the best that Nora's. This is the best Nora's. We should have. You know what? We should actually. Have you seen that South Park episode where they've got a swear counter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We shouldn't. <laughs> It'd be fucking awful. I have every podcast I've ever heard in my life with the fucking worst for it. It's like every other fucking word. I've said it about fucking five times. But that's, there we go again. Effortless. Is it just a northern thing, do you think? With I think so. I don't even fucking think about it. Often. That's what I mean. You just fill. It's like a filler word. 
It's like saying, uh, it's just like, fuck. And uh. <laughs> I don't think I say air a lot, or I don't think you do either. Like, we don't really, but I think instead yeah. it is literally just, oh, fuck. Uh, and it's that, yeah. it just links. I don't fucking care, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, though. Um, yeah. Right, so gaming-wise, obviously, we both have COVID. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I was... My COVID spell was basically... So I got quite lucky, um, mm-hmm. if you can call getting COVID lucky. I got it on the 27th, December, yeah. which is obviously mm-hmm. two days after Christmas. What, which is where you got it, then. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> what do I get on Christmas? Oh, no, I got it from, um, I think I got it from a wedding um, uh... where there was a lot of, I won't go into detail, but there was a lot of partying. Okay. Um, and people, people within close proximity, and um, oh, a lot of party. Yeah, said, fucking hell. I wonder what sharing miscellaneous, <laughs> miscellaneous party gear. Um, oh. But yeah, anyway, was it the uh, was it the, was it the uh, you know the little party things that you stick in your mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was those. Yeah, they were getting, <laughs> mate, they were getting passed around like you've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> Amount of people blowing on them, Jesus. Um, so obviously I got COVID, um, but yeah, on the 25th, um, I get a Xbox from my partner, Liz, who literally said, quote, the other day, I wish I never fucking bought you that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Because I asked her to vacate the couch so I can play some ranked team battle with my friends. Because that's been the cool thing, um, reconnecting with schoolmates who I used to play Halo 3 with back in the day like Mm. and that's fucking sick and to be fair in Halo Infinite as well like you know how much I loved Halo 3 like Halo 3 was the game where I rushed home from school threw my bag on the floor or the bed or whatever else and just Mm -hmm. played that like five till bedtime and just repeat Mm -hmm. like and it's just being able to do that again with Infinite, which I think is a fantastic... It's got some issues. Like, it's definitely yeah. got some issues, but it's it's a fantastic game. And I started a new file on Lost Odyssey as well. Have you Still not got around. I've, I've tried it, like, three or four times, and I just couldn't get into it. I don't know what it was. And I, and I know I'd probably love it if I... It was... I don't know. It just, it just felt, like, a bit clunky from what I remember. And I also... You don't like turn-based games, though, do you, that much? I'm not mental. No, whereas I'm an absolute sucker for anything turn-based. Yeah. I mean, I prefer. I don't mind like active turn-based games like um, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, this, but... this isn't at all. No. And it was one of them I tried. And it's one of those, I think, where people have fucking spoken so highly about yeah. it at this point. It's just like, I just can't be asked. It depends what it's you... Never gonna live up to, it's never going to live up to the expectation that is in my head now. It depends what you want from it, because story-wise... So I... Because I've done... Like, Lost Odyssey, to me, is what Final Fantasy X should have been. Like, yeah. Lost Odyssey feels like more of a Final Fantasy game than Final Fantasy X does to me, and definitely, yeah. like, anything after that. Um, mm-hmm. Not saying those, like, Final Fantasy X onwards are bad games. I'm just saying Lost Odyssey mm-hmm. is, like, literally... It's kind of like what they did with Final Fantasy IX, where yeah. it was like a return to roots and it, this is everything you've always loved about Final Fantasy because obviously 7 and 8 went really futuristic and weird, whereas 9 was kind of like, right, we're back in like a traditional Final Fantasy setting. Um, mm. But anyway, as far as I'm aware, the whole plan with Lost Odyssey 
was. And for those who haven't played it, it's a RPG, turn-based, released on the Xbox 360 in 2008, I believe, developed by Sakaguchi, who's obviously the Final Fantasy creator, composed by Nobu Uematsu, who did all the music for Final Fantasy, so it's got the same music, same quality of music you'd expect. Um, the, the, The level... Right, so... The level of attention to detail, the cutscenes do that cool thing. Like, I don't know what the actual cinematic. You might know this. What the term is where you kind of like split a screen to do like. So you've almost got that mean. comic book thing where you've got two or three characters. It's just split screen. Is that all it is? Yeah. yeah. Fair. So mm-hmm. they do that in the, and it's just a really cool way they've done it. But the guy who was head of. Um, Director of Cinematics, I think, that was the position he held um, at Mistwalker, which is the studio that did Lost Odyssey. I think it's Mistwalker. Um, He's the same guy who was like head of um, cinematography or whatever else for Ghost of Tsushima, and he's also done a shitload of stuff for Disney. He did um, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse, loads of other stuff. So basically he... Did Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... Really? Yeah. Like, he's done... He's done so. Honestly, that's what. What's the um, IMDb? I IMDb'd the Lost Odyssey like team, and I was just like, yeah. "Fucking hell!" Like yeah. the guy who translated the, do you know, the Thousand Year Dreams as short stories you unlock throughout the game, and they kind of just. So again, for yeah. those of you who haven't played it, the protagonist in the game are immortals. Um, so they've lived like thousands of years and they've seen loads of weird shit. There's these cutscenes you can unlock that kind of detail episodes and things that have happened. They were translated, because bear in mind, this game was Japanese first and then English. They were translated mm. by a Harvard professor who is the same guy who translated all of the Japanese... Um, oh, I've forgotten who the author is. But basically, these really famous Japanese novels, and the same guy did all the translations. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a famous pop, st- a Scottish pop star. I've forgotten her name. Um, Michelle McManus. <laughs> <laughs> but she's done like some of the, honestly, just like yeah. the, the level of talent attached to this, and it's four yeah. discs, a four disc Xbox 360 game. There's so many fucking cutscenes in it. I sat through like a 15 minute cutscene the other day, and I was like, how much. How big was the budget for this game? I'll find out for you now. I couldn't find out. It must have been fucking massive. But I think the idea was basically because Xbox has always been on its ass in Japan, hasn't it? Yeah, I think like, this right, was the game. Yeah. What it was meant to be. And, it, and it's only it's one of like the few RPGs I've played as well where the characters actually look yeah. Japanese. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they actually yeah. look Japanese. Like they are Japanese people kind of thing as opposed to being like these real over-accented like anime suits up characters or whatever. Um, Which is what I'm into. Yeah. Maybe this is the wrong time to do it, but considering the volume of games that's coming out over the coming months, but try. You you give me something to play. I'll give no, you I something. Because I really want to play I, I really want to play a Tales of Something game because the guy who does the music for those series is mental. Yeah, I mean Tales, you can literally play any of them. The, play the newest one, honestly. Tales of Arise is the best one. You, it, it's. The, is it the same composer throughout? You played Xenoblade. Yeah, I dabbled. I didn't like it. You 
you're a fucking idiot. No, I, I, re- I really didn't like it. I really didn't like it. That pains me. It, it so just bored much. me. Um, so the com- oh, no. the composer I've got is uh, Murtai Sakuruba. Okay. And he- what um, what what Xenoblade game did you play? Um, the f- was it the first one on the Wii? No, no, it was the second one, the Wii U one. Oh, yeah, that was crap. So, why was it? Cr- what's the good one? Xenoblade Chronicles, the first one. What for the Wii? Re- no, you can get it on the Switch. What was the? What made the Wii U one so bad then? It was just not like it's not canon. Uh, it's just it's like a split off one. The only good thing about yeah, that but I can like, give a shit about the story. I was just like, it just feels crap. The story in the <laughs> first one is so good. It's literally, I'm you. You'd love it. You'd love it. It's so All good. Right, I'll play that if you play Lost Odyssey. Fine. I don't have anything to play it on. Is it on PC? Uh, Xbox three sixty. No, sorry. X- Xbox. You can buy it. Um, you can buy it off the Xbox store. It's backwards compatible. Yeah, I don't have an Xbox. I thought you did. No. How do you play Halo Infinite? PC. Really? Yeah. I buy an Xbox. I'll just go out. <laughs> go out. And spend four hundred fifty. Series S are like one hundred and fifty quid now. Uh, I'm going back to spend 500 quid to play a game that's nearly Series 13 S. years 150. old. 150. Nave got one for 150 on Facebook Marketplace like a year Mate, ago. I'm not buying an S. Rob the poor I'm bastard buy- who sold him that. Mate, I'm not buying an S. Why? If I'm going to put 250 quid towards it, I may as well save up and get oh, the other Graphical book. fidelity. Yeah, right. get the good one. Let's... Buy once. Go on. Buy once, not twice. <laughs> right. Let's talk about... 2022 games, particularly the massive. Um, there's just so much stuff coming out in the next couple of months. Um, have you seen the reviews for Arceus? Don't care. Right, so it looks shit. So that's what. Yeah, uh, it looks shit. And to be fair, all the reviews have said if if you're asked about graphics or whatever else, duh, this don't probably isn't the game for you. But let's be honest. Like, when has a Pokemon game ever been? about other than the actual old school ones where that's kind of like a nice shining characteristic the new ones are like stylistic oh yeah stylistically terrible no no i think like they have like their own style they look good shining diamond and pearl i mean they're not they're not like amazing looking games but like they're like they don't i don't look at it and go that looks shit whereas this pokemon arceus i go like that looks like a tech demo fair like it looks like it to go from a game like Breath of the Wild, yeah. a launch game, yeah, and then how many years later? Five years yeah, later, for, yeah. five years, literally five years afterwards, to put that out, it's like it's game freak. Kind of a oh, I, don't, I don't know what console games Game Freak have actually done. Well, they've just done the old like Pokemon Coliseum games, and even they look better than this. Did they do the Granted, Coliseum not... games? I'm sure they did. Did they not? Um, the ones on the GameCube and stuff. I don't think do you know the did. ones like Dark Gale. No, they're not coming up on here. Pokemon Coliseum Dark Gale of Darkness was developed by. Bear with me, listener. This is interesting. Me just fucking speaking into nothing. <laughs> it's, de- um, it's not Game Freak. Oh, is it not? No, it's just Nintendo. It says it's the Pokemon Company. So uh, granted, but even still, regardless, like I'm sure the gameplay will be quite good. Yeah, but. It looks like a fucking PS2 game. I wanted it to be bad just so I felt like I didn't have to play it because I I ducked out of Diamond and Pearl because, yeah. to be fair, the later 
to me, <clears throat> nothing's ever going to top gold and silver. No, I would agree. Like with you. gold 100%. and silver, they're, you they're just my not, favorite. Purely, like, do you remember? purely for the fact that you get to the end of gold and silver. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same here's thing. Here's another fucking game. Basically, you're off yeah, back like, to cancer, and everyone you knew yeah. in cancer is now hard as fuck. Yeah, that's that was sick. It was so good. It's like two games in one, and I, I loved gold and silver. And it still is the it's still the measuring but stick. I, for me. But I think that's it because like we we are of an era where I think we kind of need to convey how big of a deal that was back then. Yeah, because nowadays I feel that like that would be kind of like a post release DLC thing where and, and that would be some fucking epic DLC to rebirth but that literally was yeah. Pokemon red, blue, yellow, you've got cancer. Gold literally gave you an entire free game on top and it was just an improved version of red and blue and yellow. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just Yeah. And no one saw it coming because that that's the cool thing as well. That's the sound like old bastards now, but this was before the days of YouTube and whatever else, so you had no idea that was coming. Do you know what I mean? No, no, it was like a complete surprise. So it was, it, and I remember it happening. I remember finishing the game, going, "I really enjoyed that. That was probably I preferred that to red yeah. and blue." And then you just get to the end. It's like, well, it's a good job you like red and blue because you get to do it again <laughs> now, but with all your new Pokemon. It's like, fuck. God, it was yeah. So I, good. I, but to go back to the Arceus one, like. I'm doing that typical thing where I'm slagging it before I've played it. Yeah. I know for a fact it's going to come out. When's it come out? Tomorrow. Literally tomorrow, yeah. I know it's going to come out tomorrow. I'm going to walk to Tesco, see it there for a tenner cheaper than everywhere else, and go, oh, fucking go on, then we'll have a go at it, see what it's like. And fall in love. And maybe I will. Maybe next episode we do, I'll be singing it there's, praises. And I hope I do, in a, in a way. There's been so many like, people who I respect in terms of like the reviews they put together and who are normally like very upfront about not like the not Nintendo fanboys by any means, like very, very critical um and transparent. And they have just said this is like the best this is the best Pokemon game they've ever played. Like ever. Okay, right. Well tomorrow then. It's have you got it already? No, but the reviews I've said are basically it's Pokemon meets Monster Hunter. That's how the open world works. So it's like Zern. No. So it's not you it's said, not you... the fully open world thing they kind of duped everyone know, into thinking it would be a... you, you said two words then which makes for a very very um what monster hunter and pokemon <laughs> no just just monster hunter yeah like, if it's like that nine times out of ten it's like yeah, that's how it you go into yeah. a zone and then yeah. the pokemon are there I, be, I believe like i'm just seeing what i've gone from video trailers and reviews and stuff yeah. but it looks well, I... We'll see. I mean, fuck it. I'll, I'm going to get... And, and the thing is, as well, I feel like my Switch is literally just a binding of Isaac machine at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't play anything else other than that on it. So I kind of want a game to actually, like, play on it, like, all the way through. I've not picked mine up in um, ages. No. I mean, I play, I play mine every day, but I play binding of Isaac every day. And you know how long I've been playing that game for. Like, do you remember me playing it on tour with yeah. you when I was doing photos for yeah. it? I've been playing it literally... Every day of my what life, what makes since it then. so good? Because I've never played. I've got a friend who plays it loads as well. Is it just? It's just rant. It's a, it's like the best rogue like I've ever played, and it's the first one I've ever played. It's just like it's just different every time you play it, and there's that much DLC on it now, that many updates that like I've put. I don't even know how many thousands of hours into that game over the years. A thousands. Oh, hundred percent. I I bought it on PC when it originally launched. 
I bought it on PS4. I bought it on Vita. I bought it on DS. Is it the team that did I Super Meat Boy? Uh, it's one guy. It's the Ed McMillan guy who did that. And I've got it on Switch. And I've had it on... I had it on... Did I have it on PS... I can't... I bought it like five or six times, though. And your saves don't carry over. But the Switch one is the one that I put the most hours into. I fucking love it. I might get it. I've got to try it. Because you know what? Hades is the only thing I was going back to over and over again before I got Halo. That was oh. like, the only game I was asked about playing where I was like, I, I want to try it in this. Controversial. Love Hades. Would play Binding of Isaac over it any day. I'm going to get it then. Any day of the week. Hades is kind of like... I've got to the point now where I feel that I've seen everything I need to see in that. Binding of Isaac, there's bosses I've never even found or fought. There's items that what, I haven't even unlocked. Despite the fact you've played thousands of hours? Yeah. 100%. That's fucking insane. I, What's yeah, wrong with the hot. guy who made it? How- it's fucking... <laughs> it's nails. It's so hard. But, like, I I, I love it. And I've... I've let, me, uh, two, let me see how many hours I've played on the Switch. <laughs> Give me a sec. literally the it's on screen now <laughs> um so binding of isaac i don't know if it's going to be that impressive but you've got to bear in mind this is on one console that i've played it on in the past and i've been playing it for like yeah yeah over 10 years at this point yeah. which is dumb um profile binding of isaac so 115 hours on my switch uh, so it, it, it over everything it's definitely at least a thousand that's mad but but I've got further into this one because it's kind of like reflex, like you know the enemy types. Yeah, and yeah. I and like stuff. stuff like that though. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm 100 percent gonna get it. Yeah, it's fucking sick. It's really, and they and they just released like another DLC for it, which is ginormous. It's huge. In fact, let me show you. I'll tell you how many co- secrets there are to unlock in the game. It's it's dumb. It tells you on the on the page. Um, off topic before you find that, did you watch the indie game documentary? Like the- yeah, years ago. Yeah, Loved it. Yeah. yeah. He seems like a real sound guy. Yeah, so in, in total, there are 637 secrets to unlock in Binding of Isaac. And I have, I've unlocked... I don't even know. I've unlocked 115. So not even a sixth of it. That's mad. <laughs> It's it's I I fucking love it. It's so good. Anyway, yeah, Pokemon. I'm gonna buy it. Right. So should you. Well well, before before you buy it, we've got Dying Light 2, February the 4th, Horizon, yes. Forbidden West, February the 18th, yep. and then Elden the one we all Ring, care about Elden February Ring. the 25th. Mm-hmm. There is not enough time in an adult life unless you do nothing. Yeah, and to play them, have a fucking job or responsibilities. Dying light too. I'm good. I'm not going to get that. I want to try it just because Ah, it's one of those. So I never, I never played the original, but every time I've kind of like so Nath swears by it. He's like the really. He says it's like the original one was fucking amazing. My my mate Sean as well. He was like, he put some serious hours into the first one, and he was just saying it's really really good. So I, I, I want to try it just know, to man. see what it's like. But yeah, is it something I'm, I'd I'm, probably buy first ahead of Horizon and Elden Ring? No, I'll probably wait for it to go down in price and then. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to get it. It's. It's zombie games. 
done them before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just you, they just don't. You don't like scary things, do you? No, it just doesn't interest yeah, me. All, you also don't like scary things. Yeah, I'm also a big wolf. <laughs> there is that. That's that's the main thing. I'm I'm terrified of zombies. No, it's it, and I don't know. It's just it, it, the, the subject matter just doesn't interest me. Yeah, Horizon like or free... Elden Wing then before a choice between the two. Did I just say Elden choice Wing? Between... Elden Wing. Elden no, Wing. The, the, cho- the, the choice is by Horizon. Fucking tan through it. Yeah, and then play Elden I Ring. I think that's I'm what not I'm going I'm not picking between the two. I am playing both of them no. 100%. I want to spend more time with um, with Elden Ring. Yeah. And I imagine that once I've fucking mainlined the campaign in Horizon, I'll go back and do side quests at the end. That's what I normally do. I'm, but I'm very excited for I'm that, worried for about Elden Ring. Now, what do you mean? I'll, right, so I'll tell you why. Uh, so I can talk about this anyway because the story will be out by then, um, I hope. If not, I'll cut this. Um, <laughs> anyway... Um, so, did you see the recent stories about the um, oh god, what's the word for it? Um, acronym: um, the remote execution vulnerabilities in Dark Souls Three. Well, to all all of the games, where basically oh, where you can they can get in your computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now yeah. now they've removed all of the PvP servers, well, online servers, basically for Dark Souls. On PC, uh, on PC only, yeah. So console, okay. console plays it, yeah. So yeah. to be fair, yeah, I'd say about what you missed. He said console plays are probably fine, um, mm. but a lot of the this isn't the first time like an issue that bad has been discovered within Dark Souls. That's kind of what I'm looking into at the moment, and the more research yeah. that I've done is basically there is a fuckload of cheats and issues and vulnerabilities within like a variety of Dark Souls games that have just been ignored. Yeah. Probably, to be fair, because of the fact that it's, th- these games were released a long time ago, they don't have the resources to fix them now. But yeah. the fact that there's other remote execution code vulnerabilities in there that haven't been addressed, mm-hmm. um, and I saw another report saying that apparently there's, there's no reason why similar issues couldn't be found within Elden Ring. That's kind of what I'm worried about, and I think that's why Bandai or FromSoft have taken this one so seriously by removing the yeah. servers because you know Elden Ring's coming out, so they can't just ignore this and be mm. like. But I didn't realize how many people basically fucking really got a kick out of fucking with other players in Dark Souls. Like well, you're one of them, mate. Yeah, but not like executing like malicious fucking. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm all I'm all for a cheeky tea bag or like building a pure sorcery build and just wrecking people. But you fucking nine year old, not firing <laughs> out cheats and like. So there's another yeah. there's another Dark Souls issue as well where um you can execute this hack where if you inv- if you invade a player, you can yeah. you can force them into New Game Plus. So obviously, if you invade someone who's like just started out or whatever, and this is apparently what like a lot of people are doing, like where it yeah. is just like an insane form of trolling, where they're going to like the first areas in like Dark Souls Three, where you can actually summon and invade, and just yeah. wrecking people who are playing the game for the first time. Ugh. Like, I mean, I, I honestly always played offline mm. in Dark Souls. I don't like the I don't like the PvP side. I hate getting invaded. But I love the games. It's like, terrifying, I like, isn't it? I like the single player experience of it. What's your um, build normally then in a Souls game? Just generic fucking brute. <laughs> nothing, 
nothing like special, never specialize in magic or anything. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's always for me, I treat it as like a narrative, like single player game. Like it's a one and done for me. Like yeah. I love them. I'll play all of them, but I'll play from beginning to end and that's it. And I'll never touch really? it again. I'm not going to be, yeah, I'm not going, I'm not going back into it doing like fucking PVP and shit like that. Like Bloodborne, the first run through I did, I made sure I did the, like the perfect run with the secret ending and everything. I can't believe you, I made, I can't believe you do that single. Well, to be fair, like, you're better than me then because I don't think there's a single game, like Souls game that I've played and done on my own. Other than Sekiro, but that one even you couldn't summon in that, could you? That was single player through. No, it was single player. Yeah, yeah. But that that was it. That was like my. That's this is sick. Like I don't have to worry about getting fucking invaded by some yeah. guy in a loincloth and a big hammer. But every everything else, I always, to be fair, just played through with Nath or Jav. I think. Yeah. And- no, I I just as a general rule of thumb, I like playing games on my own. It's kind of like that. Like that's why I don't really jump on. As no, a general I, rule of thumb, never fucking invite me to any games. Well, do, do you know what I mean? It's why I don't really like ever jump in and play like in like with everyone else, just because it's like I just it, it's like a solitary like relaxing experience for me. Is to just I'm sit the opposite. And play a game. I can't do that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I honestly, that's that. It's always been the way with me. I can but, do it if it's like a if it's a. So I'll do that and like I'll ignore party chats or appear offline if it's something like a fucking RPG or like really yeah. story driven. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be mm-hmm. in a party chat while I'm playing through the final moments of The Last of Us. Like, yeah. but if it's anything else, it's like I get more of an enjoyment, especially like playing co-op games because there's just yeah. so many funny things you can do in Souls when it comes to invading. Like that. That's yeah, what but I. I'd- it's a side of the game that's never interested me, just because I don't really like multiplayer games in general. Why don't we try is... it in Elden Ring? We'll see. Why, I'll why don't we make game. you real big and strong so you can take on some people in PvP? I, I, I want to do a run through on my Todd first, though, on my own, like, and then I'll have a look at it. But I, I'm I'm excited to play that though, and regardless <laughs> of like malicious attacks or whatever, like I'm 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 wanting yeah, to no. have a good go at that at least. Um, and then what about? horizon then what did you think of the horizon for me it's like i loved it i yeah i've i've got i've got a very serious issue with like being able to pay attention to like single player games now like my attention span is just so short but horizon like just completely like just engulfed me it was yeah i just wish the first one the only issue for me was like traversal was a bit of a slog at yeah. times yeah um but it looks like they fixed it a little bit this time apparently it's not i i've watched like an igm preview the other day it's not like breath of the wild level where you can scale anything but they've made a concerted effort to make a lot more of the world scalable if that makes sense yeah. like there's there's going to be an option somewhere rather than just being able to go up and yeah. off of everything but yeah it looks amazing um the only thing I, I watched the preview, and I thought what was a bit weird, it was like the the lighting on characters' faces sometimes looked a bit odd. But I don't know. That's just like a pet. That's just like a little peeve. But I'm I can't wait to play it. Honestly, I think, that's going to be sick. I think it's weird in the sense that this is probably the first game where I'm excited to play underwater sections. Do you know what I mean? Because I normally you see, normally you get to underwater sections in a game, and you're like, "This is going to be shit." Whereas, like, yeah, every, I don't know. It looks gorgeous. Not, mate, it looks great, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it's still <laughs> underwater. Like, I think let's, let's let's see how it is first. My my only criticism 
with the first one was I didn't like the combat with humans. I don't remember it. Just if it, I'm being honest, capturing some of the areas, I just thought was it got real monotonous after a while. Yeah, but I, thought, I mean, I haven't, I haven't touched it since, again. It's one of those where it was a one and done. Did played you do the it, DLC? Yeah, played it, loved it, did the DLC, and then I never touched it again. Fair. But it's, I, I kind of like that experience. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Because you've got that perfect memory yeah, of it kind of it's thing. It's always good in my yeah. head then. It's like I don't feel the need to go back and like no. do it again on hard mode. It's just like I just enjoyed the game the way it was designed. And then, so we've got Elden Ring on the 25th. And then, oh my God. Sir, here's... You're excited for this one. I can Triangle Strike. Did, did you ever get around to playing the demo? I don't care. I don't like strategy games. Did you never play Final Fantasy Tactics? Tactics. Didn't enjoy it. Fair. Didn't enjoy it. Don't like Fire Emblem. Tried tried both more than once. Try Three Houses. I, I tried Awakening, and that was the one that everyone was seeing. Yeah, Awakening was, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. And then I remember, it was is it War of the Lions, Final Fantasy Tactics on PSP, which everyone said is amazing? Maybe. I'm not aware of that. Let me have a look. I'm just Googling now. Final Fantasy War of the Lions, not War of the Visions. Yeah, Final Fantasy, the War of the Lions, yeah. PSP game. Again, couldn't give a shit. Tried it so multiple times and was just like, I don't know. There's some, genres, feels... there's some genres you just don't yeah. like, though, for me. Some, some you don't twig with. No, I, I started playing... I don't know why that sounds like such a cringe sentence saying I started playing strategy games from an early age. But I started, I did play Fire Emblem on the Game Boy Advance and Advance yeah. Wars. When I, and there's just something about it that I just really, really like because, again, we've got the Advance Wars. I don't think there's a yeah. release date being confirmed because it got pushed back, but you've got yeah. the Advance Wars 1 and 2 remakes coming out as well. It's like, give, again, me, not for me. give me all of the strategy games. Please announce the new Fire Emblem this year as well, because I think that'll happen. I hope it'll happen. Mate, real-time strategy games I like. I like RTS games. Yeah. Like, I can I can play them, but it's it's just the grid-based system just it's similar, me. It's similar to turn-based, isn't it? It is essentially yeah. turn-based. And again, yeah. if you don't like turn-based, which you don't, but I love no. that. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say I don't like it. Like, like take, for instance, Persona 5, I really like. Yeah. That's turn-based in the sense of... Well, the most turn-based, well, the most traditional sense that you can think of. What is there a Persona Four remake yeah. coming, or is this just is this no. just rumored? No, it's Persona Four. Um, is it the Persona? It's the Persona Four fighting game that's getting re-released on Switch. So I think there's an actual fully fledged Persona Four thing that I saw leaked the other day, and again with a pinch of salt. Persona Four, what a remake! Not sure about that. Persona 4 Golden could release on PS4 and Switch. I mean, I don't know if it'll be a remake. It might just be a port of the uh, PS Vita version. Yeah, I think, I think it is just a, yeah. Yeah, again, the, the, I loved the Persona games. Loved 4, loved 5, and then never got anywhere near to the end of it because they're too fucking long. Yeah. They're like 100 hours, like actually 100 hours minimum. And it's not like one of those ones where it's like, you'll play it for 100 hours. That's it's like mad. the main campaign to mainline it is 100 hours. And that is just, that that's where I lose my attention. Like my, I can cap out at about, about 50, 60, yeah. maybe on like a decent RPG. But when it's starting to top up to like 100, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm, I'm done here. I wonder how long Stranger of Paradise is going to be. That's March. <laughs> you fucker. That game. <laughs> 
That trailer. Oh my god. Ombla sent me a trailer the other day for the new Final Fantasy Orange Origin or Orange. Final Fantasy Origin Stranger of Paradise thing. And the bit at the end where it's Frank Sinatra my way and he's on a fucking field in medieval clothing with a Bluetooth headset on and a phone in his hand. I was like, this looks fucking poo. It's I don't it's so weird. I think it's meant to be a retelling of the of the is it the first Final Fantasy? And well, I think no, no, I, think, I think this is it because this is what so uh, I've never actually played like one, two, three, and four. Yeah, but I've sage like milk. But I've I've seen people talking about this Stranger of Paradise, saying like there's loads of throwbacks, and it's like oh that's a certain dungeon or that's a reference to a certain area, and that's and that. Yeah, which is cool because if you're a Final Fantasy buff, oh like, you're gonna that, love it. You're gonna love that. But everything yeah. I've seen, it just it looks so weird. I mean, it's it's one of them again where I'm like, oh, it looks a bit weird. I'm gonna buy it yeah. and play it. Like, it's 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 it's. You said it the other day to me. It looks so bad that it might actually yeah. be quite good. <laughs> like, and I don't think the combat. Did you play the demo? No, I still don't get around to playing the demo. Demo. The demo is fun. Like, the combat is fun, and like, there's a lot of like, um, there's a. It kind of felt like a bit looter shootery, like where you're like picking up like a load of like. I like There's that. a lot of upgrades, and I like that I like as well. That. I'm really into that, like Diablo-esque, like where you're yeah. just always getting new gear and swapping shit out. So I'm going to buy it. I'm going to give it a go, and I'm going to go into it thinking like it's going to be like a B-movie game yeah. where it's like it's it knows what it's doing. That's the thing. It knows yeah. that it's actually like quite cheesy and quite shit, and there's something about that that I do really like. No, no, you, that's good. Like, do you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you want that from a game, like almost like something that doesn't yeah. take itself seriously, or just something that's just yeah. got unbearable not unbearable, but just insane <laughs> levels of cheese. Just unbearable. <laughs> unbearable levels of cheese. Yeah. Um, I'm I I'm gonna get it. No, I think I will as well. Mm. Um and then there's still so many titles that we just don't know when they're coming oh, yeah. yet. Um no idea. So I think God of War Ragnarok. I was going to say, was it originally meant to be April? It wasn't meant to be this year. Was it not? No, I'm sure it's not. I, I don't think it. it I ever thought was. it was 2022. No, it's not. It's never been that. I, oh no, it says it says 2022. It's 2022. Oh, it's going to get pushed to the beginning of next year. Easy, unless they're saving it for no, like the end of the year. Did you watch the? Um, oh, I can't remember what. I don't think it was Tokyo Game Show. Oh, can I just go for a piss? Yeah, Sorry, I know, yeah. like, I'm literally about to wear my pants. <laughs> where were we? Back from back from my wee wee. Where were we? We're talking about God of War Ragnarok. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. You were saying yeah. this year. Um, I can't remember what the game show was where they basically had. Um, I don't think it was Corey Balrog. It was someone else, or maybe it was Corey on there. Oh God, I can't. I Basically, they had someone on. It was um, it was a video game, like it was like it was something like Tokyo Game Show or whatever else. And they had people from God of War yeah. on, and they just looked fucking knackered. They played a, <laughs> they played a new God of War trailer, showed some yeah. new footage, and afterwards the guy was like, "Because it's not Balrog who did, um, is it Corey? Yeah, he's Balrog? not doing. He's not doing it's this. Corey, is he? It's Corey Balrog, not Bal- Balrog. He's not. He's, he's not from fucking. <laughs> he's not from Lord of the Fucking Rings." <laughs> You said it. You said it first. I was like, "Ombler, it's not. 
It's not fucking thank, Gandalf. Thank you for not correcting me the first time and just letting yeah. me go with that. And oh, just no, Corey, we've got to Corey go for the bit, haven't we? a sick name, to be fair. Corey Barlog's a fucking sick name. Bal- but, um, Barlog is sick. Balrog's sicker. Yeah. But, yeah, he's not doing this one, no. is he? He's handed over no, the No, no, but the I, I swear he was in this video talking because he looked fucking exhausted. And he was basically just yeah. like, I, I put my all into the first one. And he did because it's fucking fantastic. That's what I mean. Like, it's like, a big game and the yeah. fact that the thing that was so impressive about the first one is like i cared about kratos as a mm. character whereas the past he's just been going around killing people and yeah. shagging and it's like that's not endearing no. it's not like a he's not cool just some no. big fucking brute so um yeah i mean i'm excited for the sorry dog's just going outside <laughs> um yeah i'm excited for the second one it's just a matter of like When's it coming out? They've said it was meant to come out last year, apparently, yeah. but because of the vid, it's got delayed. So apparently, I'm reading on the wiki now that it's that it's this year, but it just says 2022, which normally means something's going to get pushed. Do you think Zelda will come this year? No. Do you not? Absolutely not. No, no. They'd have told. They'd, they'd have said by now. I mean, is it meant to? I don't know because Nintendo normally Nintendo the fucking masters are just kind of going. We're just going to spring a direct on you, and it's that thing, isn't it? Where Nintendo, Nintendo will do like four or five directs where people are expecting the thing they want, and they get disappointed. Mm-hmm. But then there'll yeah. be that one direct where they'll either just announce something new and be like, "Oh, by the way, this comes out today," yeah. or they'll give a release date for something out of the oh, blue, be, or like, yeah, and it'll be absolute carnage. It'll just be like we are announcing fifteen games, yeah. and they are all like. Because their, their, their release calendar, I think Nintendo's release calendar, they've got Kirby. Which looks good. I've seen rumours about a new Mario Kart circulating, but yeah. again, that the, I think this is just like wild Reddit shit. Um, I'll tell you what they need to make. What? Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah, for, well, I, I think I've seen that rumoured as well. I mean, it's not rumoured. The composers finished the soundtrack. Oh, God, yeah, right? that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's get well. I say it's going to happen. Like, but I will be pre-ordering the fattest collector's edition of that day one, regardless of it. Well, and there's a not. there's a new Donkey Kong game coming at some point because literally, I went to a concert in like 2000 and probably 15 now, and like I was pissed. And David Wise was there. And I was like, David, what are you working on next? <laughs> he was just like, can't tell you that. I was like, all right, this is this is awkward. This is Donkey then, Kong. They just kind of scored. But I was like, it's obviously fucking Donkey Kong. So I don't think he's done anything else like since um, the Switch games. Let's have a look. David Wise. Yeah. I mean, my, my my thing every year is just predictions. Would love to see a new Kingdom Hearts announced. Got more chance of me shitting a gold bullion out yeah. this evening than that happening. Um, would love to see Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, I'm just... just you know what? Yeah. My the the game I am looking most forward to, well, not out of everything, but I am so excited for Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, it could. Like, it's the potential to be really ridiculously good. excited. Like, yeah, who's who's developing it? Oh, I think we had this last time where we tossed the name around like back and forth. <laughs> like, uh, is it Avalanche? Yeah. And then we're like, <laughs> is this just like a fucking bit now that we just keep forgetting <laughs> yeah. who's developing Hogwarts Legacy? It's been developed by yeah, it's literally developed by Avalanche, and we got confused between software and studios. Yeah. Fuck me, yeah, piss off, whatever. But Liz is literally the biggest Harry Potter fan in the world, and yeah. that's I've now 
taken that on naturally as you do like when your partner's into something and I mean oh god Harry mate Harry Potter is sick Harry Potter lore is out of this world it's I'm so cool it's so cool I mean there's some sick I mean, shit that happens in the Harry Potter universe I mean I'm 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 not one to belittle anyone that enjoys something so if you like so Harry don't. Potter no I'm not going to all the power to you good I'm glad you enjoy it it's just and I don't dislike it, but it's just I'm more of a Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. So, well, speaking of I which, mean, look at me. Of course, I am Lord of the Rings Gollum. I mean, I'm not that much of a Lord of the Rings guy. <laughs> that I want to play a game about Gollum. <laughs> I I could. I don't even know. I, I think I've got an edge. I've got a copy of an edge, edge magazine where they did a full blown interview into that. But I just don't know how. I I've not read it yet. I don't know how it plays out. Like I don't get what, what the, Lord of Lord of the Rings Gollum. I mean, you play as Gollum, I imagine. It's just... Yeah, but how is that? That doesn't... That doesn't <sighs> sound like an know. easy pitch. Do you know what I mean? The fact that that's no. actually gotten to a stage where it's been developed and released, I feel like... Yeah. Just, I'm just reading just up on it. Just pitching a game where you play as Gollum, I'd be like, sounds fucking naff, that. I'm not going to do that. Because Gollum's a bit of a fucking pussy, to be fair. <laughs> like, do, do you know what I mean? It doesn't sound like a fun game. No, I mean, I'm... I'm not interested really in it. Like I got stung by the last Lord of the Rings game I played, which was the um what was it? It was the Shadow of War, you know, the second one. Uh, not Shadow of War. Yeah. I played the first was... one. I, I don't get me wrong, I the first one's great. Yeah. The Nemesis system is amazing. Yeah. And the Nemesis system should be in every fucking game. Yeah. But well, it can't um, because the pattern bit way. Yeah, I know, so it can't be, yeah. which is annoying. <laughs> but um yeah, and then the second one was just, I don't know, it just it didn't feel like it had any legs. It yeah. felt like it was just retreading ground from the first. And then you had those weird, like, siege things where you could fly around on a dragon. and it was just That sounds cool. It sounds cool. But... It's not. <laughs> Why? What was, what was bad about it? I don't know. It just, it, it, the game was littered with microtransactions yeah. as well. And I don't want to be getting into, like, yeah, oh, yeah, they're yeah. bad for gaming. Everyone knows everyone's fucking opinion on it. They yeah. suck. But, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't feel... Again, it's I really like single player experiences, and this felt very geared towards like the siege stuff online, yeah. which I wasn't really into. So I just ended up not really enjoying it that much. Right. I don't even think I finished it in the end. And then in between that, we've got well, to be fair, there's, there's just a lot of titles that could get announced. Like I was saying, we could get a new Donkey Kong. We could, I think, this year is the... Oh, God, I was talking about this the other day and I got the dates mixed up. Um, it is the 25th... No, 96, 06, 35th anniversary of Metroid. No, that's not right. <laughs> or is it Metroid Prime? I don't know. It is... The 20th What's anniversary it? of Metroid Prime this year. Wow. Um, which is mad. Makes me feel... Very old. Old? Yeah, very, There's very no way old. I was 10 when that came out. Yeah. That's mad, Damn. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I love that game. I mean, I, I, in fact, I would love that to be out on Switch. So, well, so I've seen... A collection would be great. Again, I've seen lots of rumours saying, because people have been saying there's going to be a trilogy remake... That's been quashed by a couple of people, but they have said in yeah. response, apparently a remake of Metroid Prime has been done. They've just not done two I... and three. So it's not going to be a re-release of the Prime trilogy with just the first new one. graphics. I think it is actually a 
full-blown remake or well not full-blown remake but be up for that i think just a remaster of the first one which to be fair yeah. is the best prime yeah i i i prefer that like and and playing that on switch would be cool yeah uh, yeah. Well, I played through it on Wii. That was the last time I played through it, and the gyro controls in that just worked perfectly, or motion controls even. Which is an insane statement. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. That, that's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I tried. Yeah. I've tried playing lots of games with the the Wii remote. That's I never got on well with the Wii because of the motion so, controls. And that's the thing. The, the 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 maddest thing in my mind is my favorite game of all time released originally on the Wii, which was Zenblade Chronicles, but yeah. you didn't need the motion controls well, for there it. there you go, then. That's probably why it's your yeah. favourite game of yeah. all time. Well, no, it's just because it's a fucking sick game <laughs> and you're a coward if you don't play it. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, promise then. Yes. At some point in the Lost next... Lost Odyssey. In the, in the coming months, Lost Odyssey. Yeah. And Let me have a look now. And in return... Am I actually about to, am I actually about to buy an Xbox now? Let me see, because they keep coming back in stock on. Um... Oh no, they're not in at the minute. I'll keep my eye out. I've been debating getting one. I might have a naughty treat. Keep your eye out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Give me a Tales game to dive into. Um, the new one, Arise. Is it good. Try that. Yeah, it's really good. It's it, it's the best one for. I mean, or get Vesperia on the on the Switch. That's a good one. Oh, I could do that actually. Do that. Get it on the Switch because I feel that like you need to experience a typical classic Tales game, yeah, and then play Arise to realize how good Arise right, is in cool. comparison. I'll do that. But but Tales of Vesperia is 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 really really Did good. Did that come like out on the 360 last... originally? Yeah, it was really hard to get hold of as well for ages. All right, I'm going to get that because I've literally I listened to a track off that today and was like the soundtrack for this slaps. Yeah, Tales of Vesperia is is really good, and I'm sure it's not that expensive on um, on the Switch. In all honesty, right. It's, uh, it's fifteen quid on CD keys. Cool. Right. I'm I'm gonna buy it then. Right. Yeah. Play that. That's really it. good. And the actual the actual um game's good. Story's good. Decent length. Uh, and it's the last one that they did from memory where it's the type of environments that you'd get in like uh, like an old Final Fantasy game where it's not like a free roaming camera. Yeah. It's a locked camera when you're in the environments. Ooh! Which love a locked camera. Yeah, but it, it, that sounds like oh, that sounds boring. But nah, then when they like switch to like the when they switch to the like the free rotating I, camera, I really even, like that. Yeah, and even Tales of Arise is guilty of it at some points. Like the environment design is like not the best. Yeah. Oh no, I'm lying. It's not Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise environment design is really good. It's Tales of Bessaria, which came out before Arise, and it's just the engine looks shit. Like the environments aren't very good, but. Uh, Tales of Vesperia is my favourite. That or Tales of the Abyss on the 3DS. We should come up with a section where it's just West's RPG corner. West's what, on, I just talk West's about? JRPG corner. We take a question from a reader where it's like, why should I play this game? Or give me a game to play that... And the answer will be the same every time. If you haven't played Xenoblade Chronicles, play Xenoblade Chronicles because you're doing yourself a disservice. Oh, right. My, my aim, My aim was to... Just, just to end it on this, the, the voice acting in a lot of the tales in a lot of the Xenoblade games, they're all British voice actors, yeah. but they employ American voice oh, actors to do no. British accents in it, and it drives me insane. I would, I'd do it for free. I would do like a Northerner just in a town somewhere saying something. I've got a mic here; it sounds all right. Nintendo, come well, here. Who, who develops them? Uh, Monolith Soft. Monolith. Soft, yeah. Why are you going to try and find a contact for me? Yeah, let's do that. Be piss funny, mate. Get me in that game, fucking good lord. Right, let's do it.
Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to set myself. I'll set myself a task that just to you earn, earn, just to you, earn earn you in a game. First, That'll folks. be funny as yeah. fuck. Just like a fucking fish counter or something. We could, this this will be one of those YouTube videos that gets like in like two years time. Like two years ago, me and Matt discussed about. Yeah. <laughs> <would> you... <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't put me in it. I'd be fucking swearing to. Welcome to my shop, dear traveller. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> what the fuck are you after then? <laughs> what are you wankers after? <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> Oh, right. Um, yeah. When does the Neck Deep UK Tour begin then? It now starts on the 15th because it was going to be the 16th yeah. of February this month. Or next month, sorry. Uh, but it was going to be the 16th, but we're allowed to do Dublin again now because that was kind of off the table for a minute. Yeah. But they've turned around and gone, yeah, cool, you can do the gig now. So it starts on the 15th, and I'm not sure when it runs to, but we've got, let me just pull the poster up. I should know this off by heart because I've been fucking staring at the bastard all day anyway. But um, I can tell you now, I know Bristol's sold out, so tough shit if you wanted to come to that. Uh, so is Manchester, so tough shit if you wanted to come to that too. Tickets are very low in London, so if you're thinking of coming, Please buy some. And then we've got low tickets for the lead show as well. And then I think there's a, a couple left for the other ones. But tickets are running low. It would be nice if you came to the show because it's been fucking two years in the making and we've rescheduled the bastard four times now. So and who's just... supporting now? You've had to switch to supports, haven't you? Yeah. So we've got uh, Wargasm, a main support, Higher Power, and then Happy Days. So all very, very good supports. So get down early. One, because we're going to have to do all the fucking COVID protocols so you don't want to miss anybody. And two, because the bands are actually sick. So Happy Days are fucking everybody. sick, to be fair. It's their first like proper tour as well, which is hilarious. That's all right, isn't it? <laughs> is it yeah. actually? Yeah, it's yeah, just because they're, they're all, all mate, they're all from like X. Well, yeah. Well, a couple of them used to play in it. Well, they all are, yeah. But, yeah. Like, and they're just our mates as well. So it's just like we'd rather just give the opening slot to Lots just of some all. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please come. It will be good, hopefully. Um, <laughs> We're not out of practice anymore, which is good because we just did like five weeks in the US. So. I'll get to spend those leftover coins. <laughs> oh my God, from that fucking bar. I'll get myself down <laughs> to NQ64 before. Oh, he's trying to get a plug. He wants more tokens. There's, there, tell you what, there's, there's another place. Um, oh, I don't have the. There's another bar that I want to go to, actually. Um, it's not like Lost in Tokyo, is it? No. Did we go there? Maybe it is Lost in. Is it new? Maybe I think it is lost I in Turkey, know. yeah. Basically, yeah, it's, it's I'm, been there a while. Basically, I'm gonna get it's on a Thursday now, I think, in, in the Manchester one, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because then Elden Ring comes out on the Friday, I'm getting tanned, right? We will leave it there then. Um, thank you so much to everyone who's listened through to this. We appreciate it. it's been a while since the last upload, so we really appreciate you coming back. Um, if this is your first time listening, please do subscribe. We've made a New Year's resolution to be more consistent with uploads in 2022. So we're hoping to record one of these every two weeks on a Wednesday, which means you can expect to hear them land on a Friday or Saturday bi-weekly. We've got some really cool stuff lined up. We're going to have some really cool guests from the world of music chatting about their favorite video games too. Hit that like button, subscribe, do all of that generic shit that everyone talks about, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. Boom, there we go.